We're in Paratas Vav, Mishnah Vav. Says the Mishnah. Ha'ishu shehalcha hi ubala lamedina sayam. Ubava amra meis baali tinase v'titel ksuvasa. A woman and her husband go overseas. A woman comes back and she says that her husband died. So she can go and get remarried and she collects her ksuba. That we've seen already. Continues the Mishnah of the Tsarasa Asura. The Tsara is Asur. We saw that already. That there, there are five women who the testimony um, in those five relationships does not work because we are concerned that perhaps they hate each other. So the co-wives is one of those relationships. So the co-wife, even though um, one of the co-wives says her husband died and she's believed vis-a-vis herself, she's not believed vis-a-vis her co-wife. Ha'isa basiskoral kohen. If the co-wife was a basiskoral and she was married to a kohen, this husband who was under discussion was a kohen, tocha b'truma, diba Rabbi Tarfon. Rabbi Tarfon says then that the tzara can still eat in truma. Since we're going to say she's not allowed to go get remarried and we don't believe her co-wife's testimony about the death of her husband, so we see vis-a-vis her as if the husband's still alive. She can't go get remarried, but she can still eat truma. Rabbi Akiva Omer, Ein zu derech moti asa miyadeyavera. Aj asura linase vasura melechol betruma. Rabbi Akiva argues and says, no, this is not the way to take her out of the problem of any Avera, of any sin. The only way is until she becomes Asr to go and get remarried, but she also is Asr to eat in Truma. Meaning that we believe, we, we don't believe her co-wife's testimony about the death of the husband vis-a-vis her going to get remarried, but we are concerned that perhaps the husband is dead and therefore we don't let her eat in Truma, so we give her the stringencies of both ways out of our doubt. Mishnah Zayin. Amra meis bali v'achar kach meis chami. Tinase v'titol ksuvasa v'chamosa asura. Haisa basisura l'kohen tochal b'truma. Divi Rebbe Tarfan. Rebbe Akiva Omer, ein zu derech motziasim yidei avera. Ajti asura linase v'asura l'echal b'truma. If the wife comes in and she says that her husband dies... And after that, she said her father-in-law died. So that woman is allowed to go and get remarried and to collect her ksuba. That's what we saw. But the mother, her mother-in-law is still remains also. She's not allowed to go and get remarried. Again, it's one of the five women who were concerned that uh, they hate each other. So therefore, her testimony is not believed on her mother-in-law when she says that her father-in-law is dead. Um, the reason that the Mishnah, the Bartanor points out, says first that she says her husband dies and then she says her, her father-in-law died was because even after she said her, brother, her, 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 father di- her, her husband, excuse me, that her husband died, so this woman is no longer really her mother-in-law because she's now a widow. Still, we still don't believe her testimony vis-a-vis the mother-in-law because we're still concerned that it's a hateful relationship, even though she first testified that her husband died and only later testified about the father-in-law. So the mother-in-law remains Asr and cannot go and get remarried. We don't believe her testimony. And what's going to be with Truma and the din of a Kohen? So the Mishnah says the same thing. If the mother-in-law was a Basisra and she was married to a Kohen, meaning that the original woman's father-in-law was a Kohen, 
So then the mother-in-law, according to Rabbi Tarfon, can still eat in Truma, because since we don't believe the testimony vis-a-vis her going to get remarried, we also don't believe the testimony vis-a-vis her um, being able to eat in Truma. Rabbi Akiva argues, and he says, no, this is not the way to remove her from sin. The only, is, the only way to do that is until we give her both stringencies, she should be ushered to get remarried and ushered to eat in Truma, as we said before in the last mission. Continues Mishnah Zion, Kidesh Achas Mechamesh Nashim, Ve'en Yodea Eze Kidesh. A guy um, betroths one out of five women. There's a group of five women, and he betroths one of them. He doesn't know which one of them it was that he betrothed. Kol Achas Omeres Osi Kidesh. Each one of them says it was them. So no saying get le kol achas ve achas, umeniach ksuba benehen umistalek. Divi Rebbe Tarfon. Rebbe Tarfon says, you know what you should do? You have to give each of them a get. And then you take the ksuba, only one ksuba, the amount of money written in the ksuba one time, and leave it and just let go, walk away, and that's it. And they can come and figure out who's supposed to split it. But he doesn't have to give more than one ksuba. Rabbi Akiva Omer ein zu derech mozi vera yiten get uksuba lekol achas v'achas. Rabbi Akiva argues, says no, you have to give a get to each one, and you have to give a ksuba to each one also. So he's going to be obligated over here to pay out five times. And now we see a similar thing also by Gezel. Continues the Mishnah, Gazel echad mechamisha ve'en yadeh me'ez a Gazel. A guy stole money from one of five people, but he doesn't know which of those five people it was that he stole from. And each one of them says, it was me that he stole the money from. Rabbi Tarfon says the same thing. He says, leave the gazela, whatever it was he stole, the amount of money or the object, leave it on the ground and walk away. And they can figure out who it belongs to. Rabbi Akiva Omer ain't to derech motzi asimidei avera ad shishalim gzela lekol echad veechad. Rabbi Akiva again holds that he should have a knas, that we should punish this guy, and he should have a monetary fine over here. And he says that's not the way to remove somebody from sin. Rather, he should have to pay out the gzela, what was stolen, to each one. So he'll have to pay out five times. That's the end of Mishnah Zayin.